Welcome to Yelling About Ellen, an all-encompassing look at HBO's hit comedy entourage by bros for bros. I'm with my bro, Nick Torres. Hell, bro. And I am his bro, I hope, Andrew Jones. Maybe. Wow, that's disappointing. Today we're looking at the second half of season one. The last four episodes. Disc two, if you will. Mm. And I should suggest you will, because you should be owning the box sets and going through them all with us. I've got them on the PSP UMD video. And that's how you're meant to watch them, on a small screen or on an old, useful computer game. That's right. So, we have episodes entitled, The Script and the Sherpa. Mm-mm, I'm sorry, you mean episode 5, pilot 5. <laughs> you. Busey and the Beach. Episode 6, pilot number 6. The Scene. Episode 7, pilot number 7. And New York. That's correct. That one is called New York. So. So Vince has had his first successful number two hit. Technically, it's the biggest hit live action wise of that weekend, but uh, wasn't the biggest hit ever, so who cares? Yeah, but it did pretty well for Vince. He's riding high. He's got a he's got a hot new girlfriend. Right? <laughs> I don't, no, of course he's not got a new girlfriend. He's just got women. Well, he yeah. he he, he sweats women out. That's what his, I meant. Every every pore of him is woman. I'm not a playboy like him, so I say girlfriend. <laughs> we'll get to playboys later on in the next season. Ooh. Are you excited for that one? Bunnies. Yes, bunnies I love some bunnies. And drama. That's why I like Easter. So, it's on to the next movie for these guys. Right. You know what Ari wants them to do? Go back to Queens. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Oh. Gosh, you know, he decidedly wants them to make another big movie. You know, you remember Matterhorn, how they tried to get Matterhorn, and everyone was like, oh, this is the script shit. Yeah. And he was like, well, it's a good it's a good paycheck, it's going to be a couple of million, it's yeah. $10 million, and, and they just and didn't like the script. passes on it, and then it they, goes... Well, it goes to Colin Farrell. To Colin Farrell, the Irish Remember Colin pastor. Farrell? Star of not... Daredevil. That's exactly what it is. Last Star scene. Daredevil. Last scene alive on the set of Daredevil. That's strange, because I'm pretty sure I saw him alive last year, but... Uh, Where did you see him? I saw him at a Saving Mr. Banks press conference, but was that not him? Oh, I was going to ask if you saw him when you were in Bruges. <laughs> Where? Bruges. In fucking Bruges? Yeah. That's it. No. That's that's that joke. Enjoy <laughs> it. So, Matterhorn. But I'm glad that Brody Stevens came down just to use his famous catchphrase. That's it. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy it. That's it. <laughs> so. So they've... They, as in E, has been given a script by Josh Weinstein, who is not the showrunner of The Simpsons during oh. its golden era, but just some young hotshot who says, hey, there's this good script. You should get Vince on this. 
Yeah, so Vince he takes a nap. Vince takes a nap on the script. <laughs> Even better, Vince's new kind of girl reads the script right. after swimming naked in their swimming pool, which is the storyline basically of Drama and Turtle. <laughs> right. Well, they kind of want to stare at her swimming naked. That's their right. entire plotline. Right. Oh no, no, actually, no. Turtle has a storyline of himself. Oh, what does he? Do? At at the gym. There's a girl who really likes Ugg boots, <laughs> so he calls he calls Shauna, the PR, yeah. and says, "Hey, could you could you get us some Ugg boots? It's for Vince's girl, but it's not. It's for just some girl." Clever. That's it. Clever That's turtle. That's the story. That's the classic tortoise in the hare story. <laughs> Can I get some Ugg boots? <laughs> so, there's this script. It's right. called Queen's Boulevard. Oh, oh! So he does want to go back to Queens. Eh? Hey, yeah. yeah. But you know what the problem is? What? The producer doesn't want to look at Vince. He doesn't really like Vince. Oh, he doesn't like. Oh, well, that's a shame. Yeah. What a but while while they're waiting around, there's a weed epidemic. There's no weed. <gasps> there's a drought. Oh, man, In LA, LA, there's no dry. weed. LA's dry, folks. But the new yoga girl that Vince is banging knows a Sherpa who has <laughs> weed. Oh. So uh, sure, yes, I I do. Even so, though I I did watch all the episodes, I do remember this episode very well. <laughs> so he they so, so go up to uh, I think it's through the valley. Yeah, to see the Sherpa. Right, they go up uh, Melrose Avenue. They go up Melrose, and Drama's like, "Eh, hey, used to make a show with you." Right, and then they just say, "Shut up, Drama." They time yeah. him back to the car and they drag him. <laughs> So they're going to the Sherpa's place to get some 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 some, some juicy gooseys, some herbal, yeah, some juicy gooseys, some smooth Orion belt, some weed, so weed, yes. They go cannabis, marijuana, and who is this Sherpa? But you know what? Bucking it's Batman. Top Gun himself, Batman himself, Val fucking <laughs> Kilmer, Kumpf from MacGruber. I mean, the man's most positive, positive tip is a negative. It's a mega negative. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> Man, let them be low. We are getting high. We're getting fucked down. You get fucked up. That's awesome. Val fucking life. Kilmer. From Twitter. Twitter's Val Kilmer. <laughs> we'll get to people's artwork later on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer's playing the Sherpa. He's playing a character. He's not playing himself. Although he in this existence, is. In this existence, Val Kilmer doesn't actually exist in Hollywood. My favorite film is, is Val Kilmer Plays Himself, by the way. My favorite essay film. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh, what a, what a fun time. Now... <laughs> So, Val so they is, smoke some weed. Yeah, he gives them some organic weed. And they go to the producer meeting. Right, and they're all, and they're High all like fuck. a little bit, you know, they're all a little freaked out. But you know what, this guy, he's a bit of a dick until he learns they've got weed. Then it's... It's Toke City. One, one pill makes you smaller. Right. You can do the rest of the song. One prayer makes you. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
Jefferson Airplane. So, thanks to Ari, they all win. No, no. Whilst they're smoking in the car, a policeman pulls up from mm. afar. They That's wind right. down the window and he says, what's going on here? And Vince flashes his charms and says, everything's alright, dear. <laughs> That's that basically what, what, what happens. Dr. Zeus wrote this episode. Dr. Zeus? Dr. Zeus is entourage. <laughs> the the Vin with the fin. Car, and Vince says, everything's alright, dear. The turtle? Who's Angela Merkel? <laughs> yeah. Fucking turtles being... It's classic uh, for kids. It's a weed-smoking German chancellor. Turtles being monitored by a secret US wiretap. Because of the <laughs> Ugg boots. That's what was put in them. They put them in the Ugg boots because they were like, wait a second, this guy doesn't have girls that Vince cares about. Right. What's Turtle up to? He's doing a drug deal. <laughs> right, they're trying to catch a cartel leader. Turtle. <laughs> All for the series of Medellin. We'll get to that later. No, we won't. <laughs> Much later. We're gonna skip over Medellin. <laughs> the entire Medellin Chronicle. Yeah. I well, this like is how it starts. I hate the name. I'm sour on the name. This is how it starts because, as we learn later on, they need to meet the director um, of Queens Boulevard. That's right. But before that, gosh, if you would believe that was a story that comes up later in the season, because in episode six, we've got to deal with Gary Busey. Oh my god, that's right. Busey in the house. <laughs> so they go and uh, go to an art gallery. Drama's worried because his new agent's an assistant and he's seeing friends who are now doing waiting. It's like party down going on on one side of the room and he's worried he's going to be part of that. He doesn't want to go back to the way things were. No, he wants to stick with it. He wants that's to right. get acting gigs. He wants to not be... Riding Vince's coattails, but he also doesn't want to do any jobs. Right. That's the He's like Turtle with a conscience. He's like Turtle with bigger ears. He's Turtle with integrity. Turtle with integrity is my new album. Coming okay, can we hear the, the first cut of that? I love turtles. What's the second one? The second track? Turtles in the night. So, cause, so, so it doesn't. You've got a hit single from that. I'm surprised you didn't put it that early in the track. Well, I figured. Hey, baby, you hear your blues are calling to salads and scrambled mm. eggs. Well, we we couldn't put that on the album. They're calling again. Due to Kelsey Grammer coming for us. <laughs> Was he correcting your Kelsey Grammer? He said, uh, "I'm coming to you." I'm coming to you, Niles. Back to you. Hey, Josh Gatt and Ty Burrell. Remember when you were on this show? Now back to you. Yeah, that's all I got. 
about back to you. I hope <laughs> the rest of you can fill in the gaps. Well, I watched every episode. Oh, so you can fill in the gaps. Like All right, let's talk about gaps. back to you. Let's start another podcast right now. Forget <laughs> what we're doing. So what's the deal with Weatherman? Oh, he was a weatherman on that show? I thought no, was no, Ty Burrell was the weatherman, but he was always a bit of a jerk. When does he say I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore? Third episode. Okay. That's when they recreate all of Network in 25 minutes. Aaron Sorkin wrote back to you, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's where he got the inspiration for the newsroom from. It's like, you know, I'm enjoying writing this sitcom with a group of other people, but I really want to tell my own story right. and tell everyone why they're wrong. Right. That's why he wrote Newsroom and he got Joe Rogan a star. Now... <laughs> Back to oh, Andrew. and then they then he killed a Phil Hartman. I thought it was a really well, mean thing to do. Well, it wasn't you know he he kills Andy a lot Dick. of his actors off. He sicked Andy Dick on him. You know I want to take a stand here, just like I've always said that I support Israel. <laughs> I've always supported <laughs> Andy yes. Dick. I think Andy Dick made the right choice there. I think John Lovitz is a psychopath. Aha! I think him and his uh his comedy club should just take a seat, take a breath. It does take a seat. Yeah, you're right. It seats a hundred. Then Universal City Walk it just takes a seat there. That's right. It just sits there, taking up space, sucking out air. Exactly. It stinks. Now. <laughs> I get on. it. Yeah, I'm referencing the. Bojack the classic Horseman. episode of The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Of I which Josh Weinstein, who is in the entourage, is not the Josh right. Weinstein of The Simpsons. Not affiliated. Can't stress that enough. N.A., not affiliated. Nice one. Thanks. N.O. Kylie Minogue. Now. So, so they meet so Gary Busey in this episode. They meet Gary Busey. Turtle knocks over one of Gary Busey's penis sculptures. Oh, why'd you do that? <laughs> And he has to pay him, like, $17,000. Yeah. And then some. And then E's thinking, like, oh, we've got to get this sorted out, this film sorted out, I don't care about Turtle. Vince is just relaxing. Yeah. And E and Ari are having a fight about who should be Vince's agent. Is it Josh Weinstein or Ari Gold? Turns out it's Ari Gold. Yeah. Ari knows best. Drama gets a couple of auditions through his new... Agent Adam Davies and Turtle and Busey talk on the beach and they square it out. Oh, and then does a Turtle lay a bunch of eggs and then <laughs> scuttles into, into the. the <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happens. And Gary Busey rises and says, Ah, majestic turtle. Take and then all you home. see at the end of the thing is in the floating in the ocean is the Yankees hat just floating there. Oh, and it's beautiful. And everyone's staring forward like, Where's he gone? You know what, guys? It's fine. He may not come back. We've got plenty more turtles in the sea, and we see the turtles hatching. Oh. The little Jerry Ferrara's hatching. That's beautiful. And they all want weed. And then you just hear Gary Busey like a monologue. Like I changed a lot that summer, but I'll never forget you, turtle. Oh yeah. Oh and then, yeah. And then it ends. So that's that Executive episode. Producer Gary Busey. That's episode six. Gary. Yeah, um, listen, I just wanted to come over and apologize to you for uh, breaking your sculpture the other night. It was an accident, and uh, sorry. I just leaned up against it. it was hey, listen, an listen, listen, listen. I can snap your sternum with one blow of my forehead to your chest. 
I could raise my head up and loosen your teeth, knock you down, grab you by the lip, pull you up, and tell you I'll be right back. Episode 7, guys. Now we yes. get to the nitty gritty. That's right. Pilot number we 7. Meet... What happened? <laughs> we meet Billy Walsh. Billy Bob Thornton. The acclaimed Hollywood director from Sundance. He had a big hit of Sundance. Right. Yeah, it, actually, it was the winner of Sundance, is what someone says at one point. Who says that? I believe it was It was either E, Drama, or Ari. <laughs> Isn't it always? <laughs> it's only them. They're the only characters who are speaking roles. So Drama's got some residuals from Pacific Blue reruns. Sure. So he's got money, and he refuses to pay for sex, whilst Turtle is like, hey... Could you give me a hand? I want to get a hand job. Could you give me some money so I can get a hand job? Poor turtle. <laughs> That's their storyline. He's a pathetic guy. Hey, you know what? Drama yeah. does pay for sex in this episode. <gasps> yeah. Shock. Yeah. Meanwhile, E and director Billy Walsh, they're all like, Ugh, I don't like you because you're a suit, you're an executive, and I don't like you because you think I'm an executive when I'm an artist. But he's not oh. an artist, he's E. E is not an artist. No. He's well, Vince metal. is like, I like this guy, he thinks like me. Right, yeah. Because at one at one point, Billy Walsh turns to him and goes, you are very fuckable. So clearly he's his best friend. Vince fancies himself an artist. He does. He thinks he is the greatest actor of our generation. Right, he thinks he's Brando too. He thinks too. He's, he's Brando too, colon, Franco. <laughs> yes, my favorite Brando. <laughs> Brando to Franco. Franco. It's my favorite Tim Allen movie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I so. love the scene when <laughs> James Franco gets a tarantula put on his head by Marlon Brando, and he's like, "Why would that?" And it doesn't attack <laughs> him, but he's like, he's really scared that it will attack him. So, it won't attack you. And then they they go to a... And throughout the entire... By the way, throughout the entire film, if you were wondering what happened, yes, Marlon Brando was just wearing a one-piece jockstrap yeah, the entire way. Because he was from the jungle, so... Just sitting with each other. And at one point, they're looking at each other and goes, You adopted me as your son, but now I want to kiss you. And they just fuck. Right. And it's it an becomes an interior leather bar. It's one of Franco's art films. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's an artist. Now, he is an artist. Just like him, Billy, whatever his name is. Walsh. Billy Walsh. Billy Walsh. That's a real director name. That's a real L.A. name. That's a real, uh, hey, I, li- I know L.A. And there's probably a guy named Billy Walsh type of name. Well, you know what, where we first meet him? Where? Chateau Marmont. <gasps> the famous somewhere set. <laughs> Basically the same thing as somewhere. He's in a hotel room, everyone else is drugged out and having sex in the People hotel. They're listening to the shins. <laughs> they're listening to... It was the mid-noughties, so they were thinking, listening to some kind of generic rap. Hey, boom, boom, boom. My name is Nas and I'm here to say... Bum, bum, boom, ba, bum, ba, bum, bay. Right. Michael Bay, Transformers 4, Age of Extinction, <laughs> yeah. out now. There's a lot of hidden messages in that audio. We'll, we'll drop it in and post. Some classic Wolverging. So they go to meet him there. For a and he hands them a new script. Treat. This new script guy? Yeah. It has a scene where Vincent gets a blowjob from a boy. Uh-oh. 
a man as opposed to a woman. And he's like, I'm not getting my dicks up from a guy. Well, now we know why Billy w- said what he said. Yeah, exactly. Turns out, turns out right, after all this time, the last 20 minutes of him yeah. worrying about, oh, I don't want to make a film where I'm getting blown by a guy. Yeah. It was just a joke. Just a joke. Billy Walsh was trying to see if they were willing to work within his vision. That's right. It was a BJ, a, b- a blow joke. It was a blow joke. Also, in this, in this episode, we do get to see the screening room. <gasps> they sit in the screening room and they watch the winner of Sundance with the two girls that they have been paid for as well and a bunch of sweets and food and it's black and white and pretentious and makes no sense and it's written it's directed written edited by Billy Walsh and produced one credit right at the end but it it won it won Sundance and everyone knows that if you win Sundance <laughs> you're you're gonna be known in every household in America next year that is what happens that's what happens Jared Hess who? Jared Hess. Not familiar. Gentleman Broncos. Nigel Libri. Never heard of it. A TV show called Napoleon Dynamite. Mm, sounds familiar. It was he was opposite Alan Gregory. They had a, a double block on Animation Domination. Both very funny shows. You know, I think right now, the these past thirty seconds are for no one. <laughs> I'm enjoying them. Uh, you know, I enjoyed Alan Gregory. Wow. I enjoyed I Napoleon Dynamite, so there. Yeah, well. We'll agree to agree. agree. Yeah. That we have taste. Right. Speaking Somehow. of taste. Speaking of taste. <laughs> Queens Boulevard is a go, guys. Yes, that's right. Queens Boulevard, hustle hard. It's time to make this movie a reality. And drama's got a role as the bookie. Right, you know, baby brother always has to throw him some scraps. Damn right. But Vince is kind of like, ugh, I'm now making a film for $600,000 this summer. Yeah, when he could have been making... A $10 million hit. Yeah, Matterhorn. But now he's worried about money after he's taken the job that he wanted to make. He bought a a Lamborghini, Rolls Royce. And he gets a private plane flight at the end of the final episode this year. Ooh, that's foreshadowing for what happens that's later. <laughs> I think that already happened, given the time that this came out. I meant <laughs> the finale. No, oh, I thought you meant... What did you mean? <laughs> Never forget? Because we're talking about New York. This is the episode titled New York, and he's flying a plane at the end. Oh, my. I mean, it's it's all there, guys. Vince concocted 9-11. Well, you know, I've always had my theory about... Uh, <laughs> HBO in New York, the offices. <laughs> I've always had my theory that there were at least a few people who worked at the offices of HBO and HBO law firm in New York City who would look at the Twin Towers from their window and who would say, ugh, it's obstructing my view of the sky. So my theory <laughs> is that they wrote it into some of their scripts that 9-11 was going to happen so that they could actually pull it off to film it. And then, edit point. <laughs> you don't want that in there? No, I can't let that get out. I'll, I'll, I'll be thrown in Guantanamo. We'll wait. We'll wait until there's a really good moment to drop some 9-11 jokes. If I die, you release that audio. 
<laughs> you understand me? <laughs> I understand. If anything happens to me, you release that audio. So New York is the oh. title of this episode. New the final episode York. of the season. Concrete jungle where dreams are... What? Makes you feel brand new. Nothing you can't. The lights will inspire you in New York. Right. New York. New York. It's a hell of a town. The Bronx is up and hey, Queens is where the boys are from. (laughs) Queens Boulevard is where they're going. Right. But first, the storyline of this episode. Vince, he's shaking his way through town. He's saying goodbye to all the girls by having sex with them. Yeah, he's like, ooh... Hey. That's his plot line. Hey, uh, remember me? I'm Vinny Chase. I remember the name of your dog, so fuck me. Okay. Hey, you're from My Name Is All. Fuck me. Okay. So now... <laughs> oh, you want more storyline? Okay, drama. One of his auditions is CSI Minneapolis. It's a guest role in a pilot episode. That's fantastic. The oh, the timing is the same time as Queens Boulevard, and it's filming in Vancouver. Uh oh. First class accommodation, which Vince says he'll make up for. Oh. But he hasn't got the money to make up for it. No, he just bought a Bugatti. So what does he do? Drama goes into the audition. He's like, you know what? I'm going to try for it. He starts acting. Doug Ellen is there as the director. Huh? Uh, cameo. But there's this guy on a phone just looking at his emails the entire time. So he gets a bit of a hissy fit. He's like, oh, bro, I'm acting here. Hey, hey, baby brother, I'm trying to act here. And he walks out angrily. And who says, oh, I thought it was pretty good? Angry. Larry Charles, guys. Oh. He he cameos as the role of Punchline. Oh, great name. Sounds like a Bond villain. (laughs) Comedy Bond villains. So, who else is in this episode? Uh, uh, Turtle. A, a famous Hollywood starlet. We can uh-huh. get to that because we need to go to E first. Oh, Turtle, okay. right? Turtle. Yeah. He's realizing I haven't got. I don't want to live with my mother the entire time we're over there, so I need to get some money fast. We gotta hustle, guys. How does he hustle? Shaking himself. Selling himself on the streets. Basically, he says, hey, we should do a nightclub promotion to say goodbye to Vince. And it will make sure everyone has to pay to get in. Clever, clever guy, this turtle. You know who doesn't go into that club? Anyone. Vince. That's that's a real Vince move. That's a real Vinny Chase move. They pull up there, he's like, I don't want to go in. So the turtle gets out, gets his money, and walks away. He has conned everybody. He has stolen money from human beings at this point. Turtle is an evil and sinister. He is a sinister motherfucker. He is the devil. We must destroy Satan and all his minions. Some priests appear and they start yelling at Turtle and throwing their crucifixes. Donde la vici della Turtle. Crucify? Is that the plural for crucifix? Crucifixen. So. So E does something else in this episode. E's all like, oh, I'm not a good manager. They're not listening to me. And now my 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 two girls are broken up with me. 
because I'm whining and I'm Irish and I'm a pizza boy. Yeah, how come you had a pizza boy if he's Irish? <laughs> I never checked out with me. You've never had Irish pizza before? Oh, yeah. I've had so Irish many pizza. potatoes. Shamrock slice? Of course. Touch of Guinness. That's true. You just you just dip it into the pizza. It tastes great. Ooh, a taste of hops. Oh, yes. Tastes great. Oh. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. <God. laughs> that was unnecessary and strange. But he goes to Ari and he's like, hey, can we talk about things? Because right. I want to be a manager. Yeah, he wants to prove that he's ready to play ball. And you know what Ari says? Suck it. Let's hug it out, bitch. Oh, I thought he said suck it out. <laughs> no, Ari got stung he's... by a jellyfish and he wants to. Let's hug it out, it. bitch. And then suddenly he hugs and he goes, now suck it. Oh, yeah, he whispers. Suck him, Oh, yeah, we didn't even says, talk about last episode, the Ari storyline the episode before that. What was it? What he was and his wife are in the middle of kissing, pre-sex kissing, <laughs> when Vince calls him up and talks to him, and then suddenly he's got an erection, and he hasn't got nothing, anything to do with it because Mrs. Ari goes to the beach. So he's sitting there with an erection, and he says, you're leaving me like R. Kelly at, kin- at a kindergarten right now. Great writing from Dougie. It's a classic Ari line. Yeah. It's on a shirt. <laughs> classic Ari. I drew the shirt. It's R. Kelly standing in a in a kindergarten. <laughs> he's got a he's got a uh, school mob look and he's just trying to do the crossing for kids. Yeah, originally it was supposed to be a commentary on violence in Chicago, but then I it was just like, huh, might as well just be a entourage reference. Sure. HBO is suing you for that one, right? No, not that really? one, but others. Okay, we'll get to the other ones later on. Oh, wait, no, just got an email in my inbox. <laughs> they are suing me for that one. Anyway, Easel, like, you know what, guys, go to New York without me. I'm not a good manager anymore. I'm, you clearly yeah, don't on like e. me. <laughs> That's the name of an episode later. Holy shit. You have nailed that shit. I knew that. <laughs> you have nailed remembering these classic moments. Hey, I'm nailing just like Vinny's nailing everyone. Damn right. But to prove how good a manager he is and to make Vince go and give him more respect, what does he get on the call? A, a gun. He says, hey, you should take this phone call because you've been hounding me about trying to get her on the line for ages. Oh, that's right. I was I was teasing this. You were teasing it. Scar Joe. Nailed it. Mrs. Ryan Reynolds. That's right. Mrs. The Green Lantern. Herself. Scar under the skin. Johansson. Yeah. Doing a great turn here. As I've just walked into New York, and now I'm on the phone. Right. This is a move that other people will make later on in the series as well. Scar! Well, folks, did you hear that? What did you say there? I will not say it again until season five. Oh. Just like Lost, when someone sneezes the entire plot. (laughs) <laughs> first in, first season in pilot yeah in the last episode one if pilot. you listen to the polar bear the first time you see him he's like whoa purgatory yeah right after he drops the Klondike bars now <laughs> so Scar Joe's on the phone how about how about we hear some of that let me hear it. so I'll, I'll be Vince hey hello oh hey Vince Scar Joe here oh, great. I want 
Look, are you going to New York? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Well, we should hook up sometime. Well, fuck you. Oh, okay, bye. Yeah. Alright, so that was direct audio in the episode. I'm glad that HBO allow us to put on the actual audio to yeah, they're really suing get me the for a vague shirt, but they're letting us just lift the audio. I think because we're selling, That's we're selling true. them as opposed to we're making money from them. Because mm-hmm. we're not making money out of this. We're we're selling entourage box sets out of our trunks in our right, cars. I'm selling after the those uh, PSP UMD discs. Yeah, sure. Which is how it. I think it's best to watch it like that. I think that's how most people I feel, watch. I, I think if I remember the commentaries, they talk about how they're actually watching it on the commentary like that. Doug Ellen prefers to watch like that. I really wish that Nielsen, the Nielsen company, would take into account the PSP UMDs because there had to be so many viewings. Are they still there. going? After he died, I thought Leslie Nielsen's company would have kind of shut up. Yeah, well, you know, the the Nielsen twins, the, his children, have to keep it going. Hi, I'm Jimmy Nielsen. I am Tommy Nielsen. Really like to make money from TV ratings. That's about all we do. And we watch uh-huh. Naked Gun and cry. I miss you, Daddy. I miss Mr. McGill. <laughs> Let's rank. And then they, yeah, they do that. Yeah, that's direct audio from the cave where I keep them. <laughs> now. So E's proven that he can get anyone on the phone. He has, E has outdone himself. E calls Martin Luther King up, but, you know, Vince <laughs> is not interested. I have a dream. Yeah, well, uh, I don't want to talk to you. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's what Vince says. He says, I don't want to talk to you. He gets Jesus on the phone at one point. Jesus says, hey, uh, is Turtle there? Yeah, sure. Hey! Oh, yeah, How's you're going to die. You're going to die of a pulmonary... No! Yeah. No, bro! And that's what makes Jerry Ferrara lose all that weight between season one and season two. He shits it out of himself out of fear. Right. He doesn't want to <laughs> die. At the end of this episode, if you if you look carefully on the tarmac, in between takes, he heard that he was going to die, so it's just like, flump. Yeah, just a a brown cloud. Instead of drama's usual cloud of stuff, we see... Instead of it being green, like it usually is. Yeah. Because it's made of money and weed. It's now just made of shit. It's brown. It fills up the screen like cartoon smoke, like a Cheech and Chong ending. Just... (laughs) And because of the uh, jet propulsion that that blows the smoke into into the lens, as it were. Right. So that it does covers the screen at the last moment as they fly off to New York we just get a, a brown load of turtle shit right which is what they leave in Los Angeles and that's where smog comes from damn it turtle it goes up into the atmosphere and it turns into smog he created smog smog too the dragon is formed of turtle shit hello I am smug. Oh, hello, Bandit Cumberbatch. What's going on? I feel pretty shitty right now. Do you get it? <laughs> I'm going to sit here and talk to you for another two hours. No. So, uh, did you see the Knicks game this week? I banish you too. <laughs> Sing a song for me, hobbits. What? Sing a song. Sherlock, Sherlock. Sherlock. 
Right, that was the sa- the song of the. That's mountain. the best original Oscar song this year, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sherlock, Sherlock, Sherlock. All right. And so Fargo. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's in that. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is in. Fargo. He played the snow. Yeah. Very good. He's very good at motion capture. Yep. He well, that, he is. Know, he met he met uh our friend over in uh New Zealand. I think of all my favorite comedians at this point, I think motion capture is my favorite. <laughs> well, you know, he plays those alternative uh, film moves. with with his glasses and the way he puts his hair up. I mean, he's he's, he's kind of he's a hipster comedian, but I think motion capture is pretty good. He's pretty funny. Seconds for no one. <laughs> <laughs> you should do a comedy album called Thirty Seconds for No One. It's just one of these. It's just bits, just bits that only I will get. Yep. Uh, I tweeted that to Motion Cash. Yeah, he didn't get it. He didn't bother to notice. Well, wait till he's on Doug Loves Movies. <laughs> motion Capture. The motion w- picture. Wait till Nothing. he's a guest. Or wait till he's a, not a guest, wait till he's an audience Wait till he's dead. With a name tag. <laughs> of course, there is no film called Motion Capture. Not yet. Well, it'll be a motion picture. The motion capture, motion picture. So, oh, motion capture. You see? Get writing. Hey, copyright that. He owns that. It's on the podcast. Ah, oh, shit. He owns it. No, you own oh, it. Oh, me owns it. Me owns it. We owns it. We owns it. 50%. Well, you know who else owns it? Who? Doug Allen. Shit, that's right. He owns everything say, in this podcast, yeah, guys. Any idea we have. Every idea that anyone has ever had. Because you know what? He is Queens Boulevard. That's right. Oh, anyway. yeah. So that was the second half of season four. Yep. Season four, season one. Season one. Last. Don't we have jumped ahead like that, man. Otherwise, we have to redo the entire podcast. Oh, no. Yeah, there's no re-recording. That is true. We can't re-record. Because that's how they do things on the set of Entourage. One take, and that's it, baby. If you don't get it, fuck it. <laughs> if you don't get it, fuck it. Yeah, that's right. That's you've, just got, you've got to go downtown like Charlie Brown. That's all in a t-shirt. Front, front, if you don't get it, back, fuck it. So if you're walking backwards through things, people just think, oh, he's a he's a dick, he's saying fuck it. It's like, but yep. if, if I don't get it, but why is he walking backwards? And if you don't get it, the t-shirt, I mean, well, fuck you. <laughs> and that's the storefront. Yeah. I like it. So do I. I'm we own digging it. it. We own it. Not copyrighted to Ellen. This one is separate. We'll have to get our lawyers on this one. Hey, you know so, who else is a lawyer, technically? Well, I'm representing. Lloyd! Oh, I don't like that. Because okay. Lloyd hasn't been introduced yet. He'll never be introduced if we keep up like this. That's true. Look, season two's coming up, guys. Next yeah. month, we're talking season two. As we're, we're creeping closer. Lloyd. We're creeping closer to the movie coming out. That's right. Guys, seven hug each seasons. other, touch each other's penises, and make sure we're happy. Oh, We can yeah. jerk it off. Just like Turtle would. What would Turtle do? WWTD? WWSTD? Is there a wrestling episode? <laughs> Maybe so. Well, you'll have to listen and find out. Oh, yes! Oh, hey, hickory dickory da. Ooh. I'm, I'm in the show later. 
<laughs> that was a crap shirt. Dice joke. Dice joke. Hashtag dice joke. Hey, send us hashtags if you like the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, we you should send hashtags to our Twitter handle at midnight. Yeah, only at mid exclusively at midnight. Don't send. Just, just send words like cunt, fuck you, wanker, shitface. Yeah, Ellen, send this message. I hate Nerdist. Chris Hardwick is a cock Hardwick. Eh, seems a little hostile. Well, because he makes my cock Hardwick. Oh, okay. Because it's a quite, it's a nice thing. I think he'll appreciate that. I think he uh, and Turtle will appreciate that. Was he ever on Entourage? Turtle? He's on every episode of Entourage. <laughs> I'm not sure about Hardwick, though. I think he did the episodes afterwards. Well, I mean, what about the single Talk out episode of Entourage where they have a flashback to when Vin was on single out? <laughs> I do miss the, hash the flashback episodes. Yeah, well, there are about 15 flashback episodes. There's a couple of flash sideways and there's a flash forward episode, which is well, about that whole last season getting the flash onto the season of flash forward. I love when Vin is lying down on the runway watching the plane take off. Just, and then and then Turtle runs next to him and sits down. And then their dog, Arnold, sits down next to him and they all die together. Except E, who's in the plane, and he's going, ha like, ha He's like, next stop, New York City, 2001. New York! And the plane just enters a wormhole, and then you just hear, Oh no, buddy! A question mark appears on the screen. Wait, is this like a Donnie Darko thing? It goes through a wormhole and the plane flies into there. Yeah. So it should be Mad World playing at this point. Yeah, that's true. But they Wait, did Richard Kelly create 9-11? Planes, uh, wormholes, going back in time, destroying mm -hmm. lives. I wouldn't say that it's on through a broadcast, but I would type it on a forum. Oh, man. Wait, is South and Tales his apology? In a way. Because it's like, hey, I fucked up New York, so in Los Angeles I'm looking at the future world where it's fucked up because of what I did. Well, he's sort of just saying, hey, baby, look at the difference. Queens to LA. It's <laughs> two different lives. I love Entourage. <laughs> Which and that's my message fan. To, to our listeners, baby. Queens Tell Richard Kelly to get on this podcast and talk Entourage. Yeah, he, you know what? Like send us, should be send yelling us emails. About Send us emails and, and voicemails. Yeah, send voicemails via email. I don't have a number for it, but... You know what? 911. Yeah, that's right. Call in there and tell them questions. that 9-11 happened on 911. Right. And then it was all Richard Kelly's fault. What was it? It was, um... Whoever won Sundance that year. Billy Walsh! Osama Bin Laden. Billy! Thanks. Oh, wait, now we're going to do our, our whisper uh, outro. Talking Hollywood shop. 9-11 was totally an inside job. And oh, it was my done God. By the Weinstein brothers. They're brothers? Yeah. I thought they were just good friends with the same name. No, no, no. Shit. Do you know Chris Christie, New Jersey uh, governor? He's the guy who looks like the blob. Yeah, that's actually okay. one of the Weinsteins. From his from his base in New Jersey. Did he escape his cult? What? Did he escape the cult? Was that like a Waco situation? No, he's part of he's he's the leader. He's the true leader. Holy 
<laughs> Folks, Chris Christie destroyed the bridge and then went back in time through the wormhole that I mentioned at the end of Entourage and directed his attack at two buildings which were blocking his view of the skyline. From Jersey. He couldn't see, <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't see, see Rhode Island from, from Jersey because the trade towers were in the way. The rest of the city was I, I obscured behind them. I want to see Canada. Can, can we clear the skyline so we can see a bit more Canada? Yep. Oh, there we go. Yep, and then he just said, I would have taken the whole fucking city out if I could. And then... You know who wasn't part of 9-11? Me? Mark Wahlberg. Well, he tried to Because it wouldn't have fucking happened if he was part of it. That's true. I like how that's addressed in season two of Entourage. We'll get to that next month. Hey, thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. Goodbye forever.